0: Abundance is not something that we create. Abundance is something that is inherently present in nature without us having to do anything. It's just about removing obstacles that uh, obstruct us from feeling and seeing this and then acting accordingly. Uh, based on the ideas that we get, when we remove these obstacles within us, Drew, we start getting ideas. It's 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 beautiful. It, it is beautiful what what we are. If we remove obstacles, we, nature literally wants us to succeed.
1: Welcome to the Drew Perlman Show. Think of this podcast as the antidote to the fear, the noise, and the talking heads in the news. The show features an entertaining blend of ancient wisdom, empowering ideas, and cutting edge, healthy living science to optimize your health and your life. Okay, let's dive in and get started. Today's guest is Milan V. Milan is a public speaker. He's a holistic wellness coach, and he is also a number one Amazon best-selling author of the book, I know we're gonna talk about it, the book is called "We Are Abundance." Milan, it is an honor. Welcome, my friend.
0: Honors all mine, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Milan was just—we were just—we were just talking about how we we spoke about a year ago, and uh, he's been on my mind because Milan posts these these super inspiring videos on instagram and i watch him running and breathing and doing all this cool stuff and i've and for for many months i'm like i I need to have this guy on the show so i'm super excited to have have you here today milan
0: absolutely man i'm i'm glad to be here and uh I'm very interested in uh, talking about well, just a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to start out
1: because I know for your background. You grew up in Serbia. Yes. And and you later came to the United States. Now you're in you're in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, or you're in the, you're in Miami. What what prompted the move from from Serbia to the U.S.?
0: Mm. So I mean that can that can be a long story, but I've uh, I've learned to to simplify in the past several years. And let's just say that the the main thing that triggered my decision was when people started telling me that, oh, you're way too good. You can't be that good to everyone. You have to modify being good. And and when I started questioning this, that I am, quote unquote, too good when I Observed myself when I felt that I was questioning this. I just said, "Nope, I don't want to question this. I feel this is the right way to do it, to go to the right way to live." And that's why I left because I just didn't want to compromise being good and being kind and and just helping people unconditionally. Mm. That's
1: beautiful. And and I know you've also written, Milan, when you first got here, um, very honestly, very openly about some of the health challenges, about being overweight, smoking, I think, like a pack a day and and genuinely just being unhappy. Um, Maybe just talk a little bit about that, how, it you know, the experience when you first got here.
0: Yeah. So so clearly I left my home country because I had I had some problems with it. Right. Then I went to New Jersey first, the first couple of months I moved away from it cause it didn't really feel right. I went to Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Very nice. It's a beautiful place. I had some friends there and there also, I had some, you know, it, I didn't really like it. I really wanted to move where, somewhere where it's uh, you know, more warm. Mm. And then when I moved to West Palm, I initially, when I came to South Florida the first year here, I was in West Palm beach. And this is the first time in my life that I've noticed that no matter where I went, was it Serbia, Jersey, Massachusetts, there was always some kind of problems. And for the first time in my life, I, instead of trying to look for solutions outside, I shifted towards the inside. And I was like, okay, so if wherever I go, there's problems, it might be me that's the problem. Mm. And, and, uh, just it is it, an interesting side story is, uh, uh, I've noticed that, uh, in a lot of my, uh, childhood drawings, no matter if it was power Rangers or transformers <laughs> or whatever, there was always palm trees and tall buildings in the background.
1: <laughs> nice. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting how that worked out for me eventually. And, uh, Ever since I moved to southern Florida the first year being in West Palm and then five years ago I moved to Miami to to persuade a a modeling a modeling and acting career That's what my goal was initially I uh, started really paying close attention to My feelings my thoughts and to better to better put it to my to the patterns of my feelings and thoughts to the patterns Mm. And, and I, uh, I was blessed enough to always have a consistent workout habit, but other than that, what you said, I mentioned that I used to smoke up until five, around five years ago, I used to smoke a pack to two packs of cigarettes a day. It was the, it was the Palmar Red 100s, man. So they were rough. <laughs> and then I drinking, drinking was beer was like water for me. And I usually supplemented with hard liquor and I was eating the heaviest, densest foods. I wasn't paying attention to my breathing, meditating and yoga. I thought that yoga was, was for women, man. I I was one of those. I was one of those guys, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and then when I moved to Miami, I made the decision that's contrary to why most other people come to Miami. I said, I want to stop going out because I feel it's not making me healthy. It's, it's making me, you know, feel bad and and, and heavy and dense and stressed. And ever since, so, uh, I'm not strict with anything. Drew, uh, I'm 99, let's say 90 to 99%, preferably raw vegan. I mostly eat fruits. I don't exclude anything from my diet because I'm very curious when it comes to tasting different things But uh, alcohol just left me when I started practicing all these holistic health practices that we'll be diving into Hmm. Uh, Foods as I told you already I totally changed my eating habits And probably the most interesting thing is cigarette smoking because my intention I never had a clear intention to quit smoking cigarettes but once i started practicing breath work around four years ago it just left me cigarettes just left me
1: hmm. it's
0: like magic so
1: M- milan was it simply did, did you have like was there something that happened that had that that caused this breakthrough moment or was it just just sort of being generally unhappy with with life overall or huh. Or was there something like that specific that you can remember that happened like a breakthrough moment or did it just kind of happen naturally? I,
0: yes, I would say that uh, as in like my, my change happened gradually, I believe. Like first it was when I graduated college back in Serbia, I opened my eyes to how it really was for a quote unquote adult, how hard the adult life is. Again, I want to put it on the quotation marks because this is something that has, you know, that I would they have a lot to say about, but that may be like for a different topic. Mm-hmm. But, and then after I've realized that I do not want to live the adult life in Serbia the way I felt it was, that's when I went to the States. And then, and then on Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, my my sister joined me. That mm-hmm. was a huge factor for me. And that's when I decided that I do not want her to, Experience the cold that I experienced up in Massachusetts, and then and then I came down to Southern Florida. And I would say maybe the 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 most the biggest turning point or the most impactful turning point is when I moved from West Palm to Miami, and knowing that a lot of people come to Miami just to you know party and you know nightlife and alcohol and stuff. Uh, I did the exact opposite I said Literally the day that I moved from West Palm because I was also going out and drinking and smoking a lot back in West Palm When I the day that I moved to Miami. I was like, I was like, that's it I'm not gonna go out anymore. I'm gonna stop with that unhealthy habit and I Radically I just stopped and for like three or four years I didn't go out to any bars or clubs after like 6-7 p.m. And uh, I feel that that physical move, I believe that that changing the environment is always the biggest thing. When you completely mm-hmm. change your environment, I feel that that has the biggest impact on you because both of us know that our environments do affect us.
1: Mm, absolutely. 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 And because you talk about um, just recognizing that thoughts and feelings and beliefs were actually impacting your environment. When did you right. kind of have that awareness or that that eye opening moment that, you know, that maybe, as you said, you know, you're changing environments, but you're but you're not changing the inner, the inner yep. state of the, the thoughts, yep. the beliefs. When,
0: when did that come to you? i I believe drew I believe that this happened when I moved to southern florida when I ex- started experiencing Apparently started experiencing stuff that I was dreaming about since I was a little kid unconsciously mostly I, I think that kind of Kind of shifted something within me and I was like okay so I I never had a problem with discipline so I was like, okay, so Life always kind of seemed a bit easier to me than to others. And I'm like, does it maybe have something to do with my habits? And then I was like, oh, my God. So my habits have something to do with my environment also. Like it, it, it literally I only attracted people. I, I rarely attracted people in my in my life that that were that were terribly unhappy with life. So I was like, okay, if this correlation exists, let me start tweaking my other habits, my other daily patterns. And now it came to this now where daily I spend in my morning rituals anywhere from two to five hours. So (laughs) wow, two to five
1: hours. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, You know, um, let's talk about that now. So so I know, I know breath work is a huge part of your work, you know, for yourself, but also with the people that you're working with. And this has been a a massive theme on the show is, you know, everyone, so many people are talking about the breath and just the power. Maybe just speak Milan to, to breath and just why proper breathing is so important for you and, and your work with people.
0: Yeah, that this is almost, this is like a sacred topic to me. Mm. Mm, this uh, is is <laughs> not a lot of things that are more simple than this in life, right? <laughs> hmm. And 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 I believe this is why most of us take it for granted, and no one really taught us how to how to observe, how to how to embody, how how to feel, how to how to observe, how to be present to this phenomenon that is breathing. That yeah. So you got it right. Breathwork is. For myself personally, the first thing I do every day for at least 20 minutes to around 40 minutes every day right after I wake up and Just to briefly mention other things. So I do breath work then after that when it's The the five-hour aspect the longest of my daily practices include days when I'm working out I work out two to three times a week. I start my day with breath work. Then I do strength training. Then I go for a run then I do yoga and then I finish off with meditation. When, on days that I'm not working out, I do breath work, prayer, very important, prayer or, or affirmations, gratitude and goal-oriented affirmations, and then I meditate. So I do breath work and meditation every day, you know, regardless. And then breath, I can talk about breath for days. <laughs> so I'm going to start with probably the most simple, uh, the simple um Let's say sentence about breath work is what I came to understand and feel is the most direct uh, And most effective way towards raising self-awareness or or self-knowing or raising your vibration or continuously being healthier and healthier or just just raising yourself knowing every day is uh, gradually slowing down your nasal diaphragmatic breathing. How do we do this? This is done by everyday breathwork practices. So what what are we talking about here? The more you practice breathwork, but proper breathwork with proper breath holds and and, and different kinds of intensity uh, breathwork techniques, we expand our lung capacity and we slow down our breathing. This balances our, uh, our blood pressure, it calms down the mind, it alkalizes the body, and it actually brings the proper balance of, uh, of oxygen and CO2 or, uh, or carbon dioxide to our cells because it's a myth that our body own, that we only breathe, and everyone talks about oxygen. It's also nitrogen and CO2 that are, that are great components within air that we breathe, and we need the proper balance. That's why nasal breathing is so important, because only if you properly breathe through the nose is you engage your reflactory nerves in your sinuses that triggers the production of nitric oxide. That is a very important compound. When we breathe, a lot of us breathe through the mouth. If you breathe through the nose and when you breathe through the nose, this is the proper way of breathing because you direct your the air that you inhale through the nose, through the sinuses, then... Through engaging the olfactory nerves, we hydrate the brain and also nitric oxide is produced also through exhaling through the nose. But that is more of a complex topic, which even I do not know a lot about. It's, I'm not a scientist. I'm a practitioner.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Yes. Beautiful,
1: beautiful. And, and yeah, and so many people are probably breathing through their mouth. I mean, we, yeah, we we uh you know, breathe through the mouth and just shallow and, you know, up in the high up in the chest. Yeah. But this this is a huge. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Did you want to did you want to keep going with that, Milan? I know you could talk about it for days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yes. Um, let me let me let me mention, for example, also something that that uh, deals with the breath, ice baths. OK, something. So this is this is uh, we're, this is a very clear example. Mm-hmm of uh, uh, what's proper, what's what's wrong breathing. When you, so something as an ice bath that in a lot of people can produce hypothermia or death, for myself and a lot of other practitioners that, that enjoy ice baths, it produces a out of the ordinary, deep, profound, pleasurable state of meditation. Relating to the breath, Uh, hypothermia can only be produced if we you know what most people do when they when they are cold when they like either jump in or just kind of tip dip their toes in uh, ice water they're like (gasps) they start gasping for air through their mouth what happens then that that produces this balance within our blood flow and then when there's this balance in the blood flow Not all of your body parts are getting proper uh, properly oxidated through the blood They're not getting their supply of blood. What happens to the part of the body that gets less blood? It starts decaying and dying out and that's that's literally what hypothermia is Mm -hmm. whereas if we continuously slowly breathe through the nose nose we Keep. We are sending coherent, balanced messages from our lungs to our heart that it should just keep pumping blood slowly and evenly throughout your body. And then with the nitric oxide breathing through the nose, dilating your blood vessels, there is no obstruction to blood flow. Meaning that theoretically you can stay in ice for a long time. And I believe that the current world record is around 150 minutes, which is more than two hours, around two and a half hours. And Drew, watching myself in ice baths, melting ice, it is a it is a very sacred feeling. It it it, it kind of it differs a lot from what we were taught in school. Wow. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I mean, I've seen, uh, you know, the work of Wim Hof and some of these. Milan, where did you where now these breathing techniques? Did you come about these through yoga or where did you where did you come? Where did you discover these breathing techniques that you use?
0: Yeah. So the the first person that that motivated me or that inspired me to try breathwork was exactly Wim Hof. Mm-hmm. So I started doing his breathwork technique uh, and he has a bunch of different ones but the most popular one is the one where you 30 times inhale all the way in and just kind of release release uh, the breath uh, 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 Not really exhaling all the way and then at, after the 30th time you kind of Inhale all the way and then you just release and then kind of exhale halfway and that's where you hold your breath and then after you can't hold your breath any longer you inhale all the way up and the top of the inhale you hold your breath so so initially these breathwork techniques is what i started practicing and i noticed that I mean, I just was very curious. I'm very curious when that with everything. And I uh, started experimenting more and researching more about different breathwork techniques. And I found uh, an interesting person who also lives here in Miami. His name is Devon. And on Instagram, he's known as the black airbender. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. has this method that he calls alchemy breathwork. So he also influenced me on my breathwork journey. And then, and then I started developing my own types of, of breath work. Uh, a lot of there's a lot of exhale breath holds. I'm, I'm assuming you've seen the the vacuum, the Udiana banda, which is the abdominal lock when you suck in your stomach. Mm-hmm. I think you've seen me do it a couple of times on social media. But uh, so implementing that. And uh, not nearly as much uh, inhale breath holds because those uh, trigger the sympathetic nervous system, which is also good, but it's a lot better to, to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system that is uh, stimulated when you hold the breath at the bottom of the exhale during the vacuum also, ideally if you do it. So, so, so now, uh, as I told you, I have very daily. I do my breathwork techniques or my breathwork sessions consist of uh, slower and more parasympathetic breathing, including breath holds, mostly on the on the bottom of the exhales, and also very intense pranayama style breathworks, which is also one is called the uh, uh, bastrika pranayama, the other one is called breath of fire, like the very intense ones, that. <laughs> I'm assuming you've seen these also and uh, mm. both are good the intense ones and the less less intense ones but but uh, I would recommend I have a we can also a link put this link in into the description of, of this podcast yeah uh, my own breathwork video that I advise people to do which is like a nine-minute or ten-minute long uh, pretty um, not not as intense breath works cause I'm kind of like a milder breath work that I advise anyone to do no matter what you are doing, no matter what you are interested in life. Breathwork work can greatly improve all areas of your life. Why is because the lungs you work out the lungs when you do breath work techniques the lungs are are part of the cardiovascular system, right? Cardiovascular system, the lungs and the heart. You can almost view these as one organ. Mm. The lungs and the heart are connected through the alveoli. So if you work out your lungs and your heart, you balance your your, your blood pressure, you strengthen the tiny muscles. This is also what Wim Hof talks about. You strengthen the tiny muscles around your blood vessels, which on one hand relieves the heart, and also you directly strengthen the heart by Working out the lungs, right? And this just Wim Hof talks about disease immunity. Drew, I haven't been sick in seven years. So whoever and my why why my life is easy, Drew, is because I don't really nowadays need to explain myself a lot. If there's someone that doubts what I'm talking about, I just warmly invite them over to come and join me for uh, my daily practices and to ask me questions only now is that I started charging for this. So it's a little bit different. But uh, but uh, you know, you're familiar with Wim Hof and a lot of other people are. And yeah, he talks about disease immunity. And I know this might sound ridiculous to some people, but wake up people, it's 2021. We are remembering all the different practices from all around the world, from all different traditions. This is not my knowledge and not my practices. It's just my versions of these ancient practices that, clearly work. (laughs) So absolutely. That's
1: why they, that's like you said, they're ancient. They've been around thousands and thousands of years for a reason. Um, that's great. So yeah, let's put that, um, that, that clip of your meditation. We'll put that in the show notes so people can check it out. Um, uh, so, Milan, you also write that, th- I thought this was really fascinating, you said that the solutions to all of our problems come from being our authentic self and freely yeah. expressing this. Yes. So, yes. for people listening, how do we discover or rediscover our authentic self?
0: It's very interesting how this authenticity is what I base my coaching on. <laughs> and okay. I haven't only, I haven't mentioned it yet until <laughs> you mentioned it. Okay. I'm very passionate about about uh, holistic health, drew and 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 I just I just never really have concepts in front of me I just like to speak whatever whatever is there for me to speak about and uh, authenticity Authenticity your your authentic self is uh, You can view your authentic self as if you would a plant a seed you put a seed into the ground and you water it and if there's proper conditions it will grow And it grows Almost like when you see plants out in the wild They don't need anything from you They don't need anything. They just grow so uh, Comparably your authentic self is something that is And unfortunately for a lot of us, uh, we've never been taught this of course. That's why a lot of us uh, block our authentic self, or our authentic self is dormant, because a lot of these thought patterns, mind concepts that we confuse ourselves with, just cannot do not allow this authentic self to sprout through all of the the, the clutter. So, so, so I would say, <laughs> again, very simple. We're gonna put this breathwork link in the description. Breathwork, the number one way towards becoming more self-aware is removing obstacles, removing a lot of these toxic thought patterns, and they are directly and indirectly also removed by breathwork, because not only does this calm the body down, it also calms down the mind. So I would say breathwork, but uh, but maybe, maybe like broadening this up a little bit, you have to try different things. Authentic. Be your, being your authentic self means doing what you love, expressing yourself without uh, directly intending to make money. I'm not saying money is bad. Money is actually beautiful. We can use it for beautiful things. What I'm saying is put your priority to the value of what you love to do. So this is would be a description for being your authentic self. Not feeling pressured by anything always taking your time focusing on the value what you are doing and really enjoying not only enjoying what you're doing but going into the flow when you're doing what you love you're not really thinking about it you're totally committed to and devoted to the practice of what you love to do so so trying different things definitely first this is oh yeah I really really have to I cannot stress this enough in this Times, in these times, uncertain times, where a lot of these um, quote unquote spiritual influencers talk about meditation, affirmations, law of attraction, and so forth, no one really talks about the body first. You have to balance the body first. Your mind cannot be calm and still and balanced if your body is, you know, Uh, Full of toxins uh, with dense foods not moving properly not breathing properly not resting properly or not having, you know uh, uh, meaningful uh, Relationships with people. So I would say uh, First balance the body which is of course breath work and physical activity then uh, and through this I would say try different things even because a lot of us are feel trapped doing a nine-to-five job It's uh, do not do not really judge yourself For wherever you are in life understand that you are here because you only this was the best you knew Right and if you want to change your future patterns you have to look in the past and see what in the past of my patterns do I want to sacrifice and What healthy patterns can I implement and then you go about and just trying different things and sooner or later Something will start feeling better. Some activity that you are trying is or doing is feeling better than others, and then just committing to it and daily discipline, daily discipline, daily discipline.
1: Mm, beautiful. So Milan, let's dive into your book a little bit. I mean, you have a new book, best-selling book, um, called "We Are Abundance," and I'd love for you to just tell us what. What do those words mean to you? We are abundance. Hmm.
0: So just to mention that, um, I never initially, never really planned on writing a book. I was just in my morning practices, I was getting insights and, uh, I was just <laughs> being called to write these down. And as days were going by, I had more and more material. And then a bunch of my mentors, a couple of my mentors, good friends also told me, hey, if you have material, you should consider writing a book. And it's just, I had an abundance of different ideas. And I initially, I I, I didn't really, I wasn't able to find something that connects all of it. And I'm like, holy smokes, it's an abundance of everything. It's ideas about all aspects, a lot of different aspects of life that I feel I'm explaining in in, in different from different perspectives, and I feel they can help people. And I just wanted to put put out put out there the idea that abundance is not something that we create. Abundance is something that is inherently present in nature without us having to do anything. It's just about removing obstacles. That uh, obstruct us from feeling and seeing this and then acting according accordingly uh, Based on the ideas that we get when we remove these obstacles within us drew we start getting ideas It's 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 beautiful. It it is beautiful. What what we are if we remove obstacles (laughs) Nature literally wants us to succeed. It's like, okay, so here's this idea. Here's that idea. You can do this You can do that we get so many ideas, around twenty to thirty or forty thousand thoughts a day, something like that, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if we, if we coordinate our daily practices and actually start channeling ourselves to receive, aligning thoughts that that are totally aligned with our authentic being, and that every idea that we get actually improves us and 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 makes us strive and and creates more will for us to strive to align ourselves more with our authentic path and each of our authentic, authentic paths is in harmony with each others Authentic paths. This means that it's a win-win situation, Drew. Everyone can get what they are truly dreaming of without having to sacrifice someone else's dreams. This is beautiful, mm. and this is what nature is. This is this is how nature is designed. This is how we are designed. It's just that there is certain paradigms and, and 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 indoctrinating thought patterns and 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 just contexts that. Just do not serve natural law. And natural law is very simple. It states that everything that goes with life is right, and everything that goes against life is wrong. Something that's wrong, we don't imprison it. We don't use taxpayers' money. What we do is we sideline these people. We don't punish them, but we use part of their value that they produce with the work that We put them to do to society, to benefit uh, our society. And only when we feel, when the elders feel that the person has learned their lesson, quote unquote, can we reintroduce them back into regular society, into regular uh, everyday activities. So this is natural law. It is very simple. And this is why, uh, when you said authenticity, why I base my Coaching on this is because this is nature drew. This is this is something that always was and always will be this is something that is us Beyond any mind constructs beyond beyond any national identities beyond any uh, Any identities by that matter and this is just as the Sun goes up and down day night day night. This is how we breathe also and Ideally, you get insights every day into what you want to do to get you closer to what you want to accomplish. It is very simple.
1: Mm, That's great. Milan, I have a few final questions that I ask uh, most of the people on the show here, just some rapid-fire questions. In, In your eyes, what does it mean to be human in 2021?
0: To be aware of the closest pattern that is to us, and that is the breath. Mm. I say it's nothing more human than the inhale and the exhale and how calming an effect that has on our inside and on our outside world.
1: Absolutely. For anybody listening who's feeling a little powerless, maybe a little hopeless, if, if they were with you right now in Miami maybe (laughs) hanging out with you outdoors, what would be one thing that they could do today to take their life in a new direction?
0: We will put this in the description, Drew. It's going to be the 10-minute breathwork video. I mentioned this so many times, and I wouldn't be mentioning this this often if it wasn't so important and so simple. It is the breathwork, man, and not too much five to 10 minutes 10 minutes every day. That's it. Be disciplined with it. Don't change any other aspect of your life. Your life is the way it is because you you came here because you did the best that you could. Now only change 10 minutes of your day and just take baby steps. It's very important to take baby steps so you don't, so it doesn't backfire on you. And just watch your life change from the inside out.
1: Mm. Beautiful. 10 minutes. That's all it takes. That's it. We'll put that in the notes so everybody can check it out. Yes. Last question. If you had the opportunity to travel back in time, Milan, I don't know how old you are. So, you know, I may, you know, but let's say 25 years, something like that. Yes. What's that? Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm actually, I'm turning 32
0: in a couple of months in February. Oh,
1: okay, all right. I was gonna say 30, but you would have been two. So yeah, so we'll go with like 25. So if you could go back in time, say 20, 25 years, what words of wisdom would yourself today share with your younger self?
0: (laughs) Don't blame anything on the outside. Look inside. Keep doing what you're doing, but keep your focus on the inside. If you want to change something outside of you, practice the stuff that's making the inside of you better and healthier.
1: Love it. Love it. So we'll put it all in the show notes. But but just quickly, where can people go to learn more about you, your work and your book?
0: OK, so uh, they can go. People uh, can go to my website. It's www. M I L A N V R A C A R I C dot com or ww.milanvracaric <laughs> my Serbian last name. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll and we'll put this in the notes so people can click it and
0: find it. Yes yes and there you have access to my social media platforms to a bunch of my videos to my youtube also to a a brief bio about me about me my before and after photo this is also very interesting for people and yeah my my holistic health blog and uh, an option to contact me also awesome
1: milan it was great to connect with you thank you so much
0: thank you so much drew and also yeah people can find my best-selling book on my website as well we are abundance beautiful
1: thank you for listening to the drew perlman show i hope you enjoyed today's episode in the words of mark twain 20 years from now you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do so throw off the bow lines sail away from the safe harbor and catch the trade winds in your sails explore, dream, discover, and stay well, everyone.